see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. We interrupt our regular schedule of Unpacked with PMMI podcasts as these are anything but regular times. Hi, I'm Sean Riley. With the industry and our society a bit unstable right now, we are trying to use every one of our channels at PMMI to do whatever we can to help everyone through these uncertain and evolving times. Here we speak with Morrison Container Handling Solutions CEO Nancy Wilson and FR Drake President Tom Ivey. Each recognizes their importance to the supply chain, but must ensure the safety of their employees and colleagues over all else. Let's jump right in then. Did Morrison have a a plan in place or something that you guys already had established for dealing with crisis type situations? Obviously, I don't, I assume you didn't have one for a pandemic of this scale, but (laughs) did you have something to build off of or is it something you've had to kind of adjust on the fly? We we certainly have been doing a lot of adjusting on the fly every day as new information comes out. We had a very skeleton disaster recovery in place, but it really wasn't about about a pandemic. So um, we've had a lot to learn. One of the things that we are constantly doing or have constantly done is um, I think we were ahead of the curve in um, believing that this was going to be real. And we were taking a few actions early as we've continued to go on through time. But And that's more about just our own internal, what we were doing with our people and travel and you know just getting our facilities more ready. But even then, it, we've continued to do more extreme measures. Okay. With that in mind, what are some of the things that you're doing to keep your employees, your colleagues um, as safe as possible in this environment? Well, I guess, and that's probably our utmost importance to us is to try to keep manufacturing. I mean, that's what we that's what we do. That's what we're about. So we, we need our people to be here and be healthy. And we care about all of our employees. They're like family to us. So we really have spent a lot of time talking with them. I think that's the single biggest thing that we're doing is virtually daily we're having meetings. Um, and we've changed how we do meetings. We don't pull everybody together in one big training room that we have. We do multiple meetings, smaller groups in the uh, out on the shop floor, for example, so that we can, last week I said, okay, I'll put your arms out and do a twirl. You shouldn't hit anybody. This is the way we're supposed to be now. And just trying to get that confidence through the organization, as I believe we will get through this, but for them to understand how important it is that we all follow the guidelines of what needs to be done. So we, again, most important thing I think we're doing is communication and keeping our employees informed. That being said, we have created separation as much as we can in our facilities. We've staggered shift hours. Our engineering team sits in an open bullpen kind of area where we have a lot of people on that floor. We've built Lexan panels to create separation, kind of like dividers uh, between the desks. We've brought in some old walls. We have moved people to 
other areas in the building that we have that that may not have been used, but just trying to create some more separation between people. We've alternated lunch and breaks so that um, we, we have fewer people together at one time in those facilities. Yesterday, we added one. Wait a minute. Our, our break tables are kind of on wheels and they face each other. What if we turn those so that no one is facing each other when they're eating? I mean, every day there's something new that we think of. Uh, we do have some people that have an impaired immune system. We simply don't have them come in. And we do have several people that are working from home. I would say only a couple on a permanent basis. Others, child care is an issue now with schools being out. And we've had people that are staying home um, to help with his. As a matter of fact, this morning, I stayed home to help just help out with the grandkids because that's what needs to be done right now. Tom, was FR Drake already equipped with the tools and systems necessary to accommodate remote work? Drake does have the ability to have remote service calls where we can uh, VOIP video and have a, say, go-to meeting with a customer who's at a machine at a site. Uh, As far as Drake's virtual customers go, most of our customers are in the food processing industry. And those particular companies are absolutely producing as hard and fast as they can. They are not seeing customer visits, nor are they wanting to discuss anything with customers during business hours. So a lot of the communication that Drake is having with our current customers now is happening outside of typical business hours, late in the evening or on weekends. Oh, interesting. And so, and and how are you taking those customer communications? How are you implementing them or handling them outside of regular business hours? Is, is that something that usually happens for you guys? And if not, you know, how are you guys handling that? With Drake, a lot of our business is international. So we do have a lot of virtual customer visits via WhatsApp or other types of communications, text, these sorts of things to overcome the language barriers we have. So in the way that this has affected our business, it hasn't really changed that, except it has changed the times that Drake is communicating with our customers. Because like I said, the food processing plants right now are absolutely running at full capacity. And these folks just still don't have time to talk during the day. Okay. Nancy, how is Morrison communicating with customers during this time? On the external side, you know, we've updated our website. We chose not to do a blast email to all of our customers because, quite frankly, I'm getting tired of getting them from everyone. Um, We all know this as a nation. We're in this together. So we have our information on our website of what we're doing and that, you know, the number one thing, we are open and we're continuing to uh, manufacture and ship every day. But we're, we're keeping that kind of external communications limited in terms of blasting information out. But it has changed the way as well as that we have to conduct business. You know, we're not letting people solicit here. Our salespeople aren't being allowed into our customers either or into potential customers. So we are, uh, you know, having setting up a lot more remote calls. We're doing a lot of Teams meetings. We're doing a lot of communication that way. Have you, you say business as usual and everything's been um, working, you know, pretty much up to speed. Has Morrison had to prioritize any customers or any orders that are dealing with essential things, um, essential products? We absolutely have. We have uh, received uh, several orders um, 
for hand sanitizer uh, processing and uh, also for a company that was going to do or is going to do um, the actual test kits themselves. And they needed a very quick delivery on that. So we prioritized those. And we, as we continue to get those in more and more, we're getting requests that they, we have to have this right away because, and we're trying to accommodate all of those. So you're literally right on the front lines. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, I think at Morrison, we really have a team that's committed to the, the country and making sure that we get through this. We have a lot of positive people, a lot of uh, people that are willing to do what it takes and work together. And I really think that's what we're seeing with our customers as well, that we will get through this. It's not going to be easy. And I really think it's going to last for a long time, but we're going to learn from it and we're going to come out the other side with some pretty incredible stories. That's that's fantastic. We can't thank both of you enough. We really appreciate each of you finding time to sit down and talk with us. I can tell you from some of the earlier podcasts we've done this week that they are already being very well received by our listeners who appreciate the insights and your willingness to share that we are all in this together. Stay tuned for more podcasts with PMMI members as they share guidance to help navigate the COVID-19 pandemic in an effort to keep the industry strong and connected.